Hi, everyone, and welcome to the WIM Podcast. Women in Influencer Marketing is a first-of-its-kind exclusive networking group made up of inspirational women. This podcast is where we explore influencer marketing and get real about women in business. Find us wherever you download podcasts, and of course, you can always find us at IamWim.com. That's IamWim, double I, dot com. Hey, guys, welcome back to the WIM Podcast. If you are new here, big, huge, giant, warm welcome. My name is Jesse Grossman, and I'm the founder of this awesome community that is called WIM. Um, this is just one extension of the community and of like the movement that's been around since 2017. And that's the podcast. So generally, we tend to get some awesome guests on, have some really cool conversations. But today is not that day. <laughs> so today it's me. You've got another solo episode. I hope you guys enjoy these. I know our guests are like fascinating and wonderful and we'll definitely continue to have them. But like in full transparency, I fucked up and I uh, I thought we would have a guest lined up for this week and we didn't. I put together a few things that like I hoped would be interesting for a solo episode this week. Although to be honest, like I want to do more of these. I just think that they're fun and like, I don't always get to really like share my opinions on things quite as much during the interview episodes, of course, because, well, if we have a guest on, I just really want to focus on them and I want to learn more about them and like really optimize our time together. So these solo episodes can be really fun. So some of this will be influencer marketing related. Some of this will just be personal. I hope you stick around and enjoy, but let's get into it. Okay, so this has been a week for the record books. I feel like there's something in the air because I keep hearing this from everybody. First of all, what the hell? I can't believe it's May already. Like that essentially means that half the year has gone by and I don't know where the time went. So first of all, oh my God. Second of all, this week has just been, it's been special. It's been special. So the other night I wasn't feeling so great. I feel like I've been like under the weather for like over a month now and it's really, really annoying me. But anyways, after dinner, I was like, I can't even keep my eyes open. I'm going to bed. So I went to bed at like eight o'clock because like, I don't know, maybe I'm like a closeted grandmother. And I woke up at like a, the usual time at 7 a.m. to take Zoe to school. And Paul was like, did you see my text message? And I was like, I'm not conscious yet. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, so last night I let Jojo, Jojo's our dog. I let Jojo out into the backyard to like do her business like I normally do like around midnight. We'll go to bed around midnight. Um, she goes out and makes jitter thing, whatever. I open up the door a few minutes later to bring her back inside. And like immediately she starts like rubbing all over the new rug you got like yesterday, the rug that I bought yesterday. Um, and he's like, I didn't really think much of it. I was just thought like, oh, it's like a new rug. And she just wants to like get her scent all over it and whatever. And so like a minute later, he's like, but then I started to smell something. And then I realized that it smelled disgusting and long story long, he looked at um, the camera from the backyard and 
if you look on my Instagram right now, if you go to Jesse Grossman on Instagram, you can also see the video of Jojo chasing after what she probably thought was a cat, but spoiler, it was a skunk. And my baby got sprayed by a skunk. Okay, also, side note, most of you guys know this if you tune in regularly that like I don't live in the middle of nowhere. I live in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, New York. So I wouldn't expect to necessarily be telling you this story because I don't live in the woods. But we actually kind of have fun looking at our like outdoor cameras that we have set up and they're like motion activated. So we're actually like aware that there's like a neighborhood skunk. There's neighborhood raccoons, possums, like we've seen everything. It's like we live in a zoo outside of our house. It's actually pretty crazy how much wildlife is around here. But it never like affected Jojo. And I feel so bad. I'm recording this like three days, I think, after this like incident happened. Her little nose, like I can't get the smell out of her nose. That's like the epicenter probably where she got sprayed. He gave her two baths that night, by the way, and like cleaned the rug. He was up to like 2.30 in the morning doing all this while I'm like sleeping. Nice gesture for sure. He gave her two baths, you guys. And the smell is like still on her little snout. I feel so bad. Of course, my cat like is basically laughing at her. He's like a former outdoor cat. And he's like, ah, you're in under the skunk. I know skunks. I know he knows skunks. Tony is, like I said, a former outdoor cat. And like he like grew up on Staten Island. He's seen some shit. Anyways, I just feel bad for Jojo. Go to my Instagram though. The video is pretty wild. So beyond that, It's been a busy week, but like all good stuff that I wanted to sort of share with you guys. So first, I had a really interesting conversation with a reporter today about pay disparity with uh, influencers. And like she started out the conversation basically saying like, you know, we know that this is a thing, but I'm basically trying to get to the core of why it's happening. And also, of course, like we can do about it. So we'll see if that story ever sees the light of day. I talk to a lot of reporters and I get really excited and sometimes they don't publish the story. Sometimes they do. Um, But it was an interesting conversation. And like to sum it up, because we spoke for like an hour, I just feel as if like, of course, there's pay disparity. And she was focusing mostly on gender, which is why I think we were connected. And, you know, I see it on the back end of influencer marketing meaning I see it with influencer marketers, which it trickles down to the creators because everything starts from like the top. It's all related. I mean, that's why we have our salary surveys that we, you know, share every Wednesday on our social. And um, if you're a member, you can go to imwim.com slash salaries, you log in and you can see the whole list of you know, anonymously submitted comp packages. So you can see what influencer marketers are making. You can also see what race they are. You could see where they live. And, you know, you start to put together some really interesting data points. Um, And, you know, if we aren't advocating for ourselves, why would we be able to advocate then for creators? You know, like, doesn't it all start with ourselves? And also, I mean, that led us down a rabbit hole of conversation, which is, you know, is there enough 
ethnic diversity amongst creators? And, you know, are they making more or less? She was actually asserting that in some studies she found, she was saying that white influencers are actually making less per post than diverse influencers, but they're making more overall, essentially asserting that there's so much volume business to go around that's being capitalized on by white influencers, but somehow diverse creators are actually making more per post. I just question the data on that. Like, I will say, like, we talked about this a bit. You know, I, I found that, like, that diverse influencers will make more sometimes in, like, seasonally, like, Black History Month or Hispanic Heritage Month, stuff like that, right? To like check a box. And like, who wants to be the brand who's underpaying, you know, a Hispanic creator during Hispanic Heritage Month? Like literally nobody. If you do, you have some balls. So like seasonally, maybe they make more, but I don't even question that. Um, I just assume that's not the case. I hope it is. I think that would be awesome. And so then I guess the question is, how do we create that momentum for them? Like, how do we parlay that into multiple posts at that rate? But anyways, it was interesting that she shared that with me. And I'd be curious if you guys have had that same experience. Um, Aside from this like interview that I had today, we're also planning so many events that I'm really excited about. And I sort of taken a slightly different position than I had historically. So before, I was sort of just coming up with like topics that I just think are really interesting. And I'm hearing from our members a little bit more. And I think that's like something that any business owner can hopefully relate to, which is that you need to like test and learn all the time. (laughs) And you're going to explore some things in your own businesses that go fantastic. And you're going to repeat those things over and over. And sometimes you're going to like really swing and miss. So I think that with the events that we've had in the past, like I stand by a lot of them. They're really, really great topics. But I think that within our community, I think the idea of timely topics is more important than I think I gave credit to. So we've been pulling the community a lot and getting ideas for more timely topics that you guys really want to hear about. So We just are putting together panelists for a UGC, a user-generated content panel. We're putting together panelists for an affiliate marketing panel. Also one about like how to build a consultancy because we've had so many freelancers in our community and that seems to be a really growing side of the business. So we're putting together these virtual panels for you and hope you show up and Also, even we used to do so many masterclasses, like one person would present and it was a masterclass and you tune in, you listen the whole time. And I think, again, write me on Instagram, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think people are enjoying panel discussions where you get a variety of different viewpoints versus one person's perspective. So we are listening, we are responding. And these are some tweaks that we've been making and things that I'm personally really, really excited to bring you guys. And then I've been like 
really, really deep into planning our next in-person events because, oh my God, they're actually coming up pretty quickly. Um, So LA, if you are in the LA area or you are coming to LA slash Anaheim for VidCon, you've got to come in a day early. So VidCon starts on June 21st. I will be speaking at VidCon, I think on two different panels. I'm so excited, you guys. I have worked tirelessly for literally years to like have anyone pay me any attention to speak at VidCon. I've tried for a long time and like no one cared. (laughs) So this is the first year that I was able to reach like a different person and like he respected what I do, I guess. I don't know what it is, to be honest, but like we really jived. And so he's putting me on two different panels for um, VidCon Anaheim. And I'm so excited. And I'm putting together one of those panels. So I was able to get WIM members and people that I've just known for years on the panel with me, the one that I'm moderating, and then I'm on the, the other one as a panelist. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Anyways, I bring that up because if you haven't been to VidCon before, genuinely, I think it's like a really solid conference. They attract, I think, like tens of thousands, if not a hundred plus thousand um, attendees every single year. They've been doing this for at least 10 years. I've gone probably like four, maybe five times. I went last year and every single time I go, I get business, like I get something out of it. And of course, I've gone in different capacities, right? Like years ago, I went when I was a talent manager. And I remember like seeing my talent, I would get my talent on panels and I would be there trying to like drum up business for them. And just like networking and meeting people, you could always follow their hashtags on social to see like on LinkedIn, for example, like look up VidCon and you could see who's going and you plan a crap ton of meetings for that like three to four day long event. You have to go with an agenda. You have to go and plan it. There's so much going on that that's the only way to get that much out of it. You can't just sort of wing it, which is my general MO. So that would be what I would recommend. And I hope that you guys check it out again. I I always get business from it. And then, you know, so these days I go like in a different capacity, like I have my consultancy now and For me, it's just like general networking to like get whim out there. We do some like live podcast recording. We did this last year, at least sort of like on the ground and like investigative journalists. Yeah, not really. Um, But I I sort of interviewed people like at VidCon to see like what they were getting out of it because there are also so many panels and just so many things going on that it's like impossible to be at everything. Virtually impossible to be at like 50% of it. Anyways, I go in a different capacity now. I went in a different capacity back then. And regardless, I love VidCon. You just have to like mentally prepare for it because it's so overwhelming. But I'm excited to go. And if you guys are going, come in a day early because on June 20th, very strategically planned the day before VidCon starts in Beverly Hills, we are hosting our LA experience, which nothing beats meeting WIM members in person. So we always make it fun. We've got food, we've got drinks, we've got music and activities. So join us. The link will be in the show notes. And then we're also planning the New York version as well, which is on July 27. They're both going to be so, so, so much fun. And then the last couple of things that have like taken up my week and I'm wondering how you guys can relate. 
I'm so excited. I've got a few new coaching clients, which I'm really excited about. Like coaching is a smaller side of my consultancy business, but like it's probably the part that I enjoy the most. Um, I love being able to make an impact on other people's businesses. Um, so I have a creator actually that I'm going to be coaching and that has only really happened a handful of times. I mostly coach talent managers, but I'm going to be coaching um, a creator and I've actually we've worked together before. So it's really, really cool that she's come back and we want to work together again. And we, you know, we talk about things like, how to sell more product. She works at um, a major retailer and she is like a like a shopping influencer, essentially, and a fashion influencer. And so we're going to be talking about, you know, ways to broaden that and what more opportunities are out there for her and, you know, how to maybe expand onto other platforms, things like that. So I cannot wait to start working together. We're going to start really soon. And then I've also been hired recently by a couple different companies actually to like advise on things like, you know, salary banding and appropriate benefits to offer employees that are influencer marketers and some like competitive sort of research basically to see um, if the company is on par with what other people are paying their employees and how they're being compensated and the benefits that they're receiving. Um, so I love that people want to do right by their employees. They want to be competitive in the industry. And it's an interesting position for me to be in. Again, I love helping other people's businesses. So I love the work. Like I wouldn't think of myself as someone who offers this type of service. I wouldn't think of myself as someone who necessarily offers this type of service per se, but it makes sense. And um, I'm glad that people have come to me and asked me to do these things. And I think that's like maybe where I'll leave it with you guys, which is the following sentiment. Be open to wherever your business takes you, because I can tell you as a solopreneur who like I love working for myself so freaking much. But if, you know, if you were asked me like a couple years ago, what my business now would have looked like, there's no way I could have honestly have described what I currently do. There are so few people that I know who like have a community and like a networking group and with a consultancy who consults on things like salary banding and influencer marketing. Like it's so niche. And I think that that's probably the best advice that I can give you guys for anyone else who is a consultant or a freelancer or has their own business, it's the same advice I used to give to influencers when I was managing talent. It's like continue to hone in on your unique superpower. Don't look left, don't look right, and like really double down on how you are like nobody else out there. And as soon as you can start to really cultivate your superpower, like how you're different, how you differentiate yourself, then business will come. People will are attracted to that, I think. It seems to be working for me. And I want to share what's been working for me because I would love for it to work for you as well. So let me know. Hit me up on uh, Instagram. I know I've been asking you the past few weeks to do that. And it's been really cool hearing from you guys. We're on Instagram at I am Wim. That's I-A-M-W-I-I-M. Hit me up on there. 
Let me know what's been working for you and your business. Are you working for yourself? Is it a consultancy? How are you liking it? How's it going? And what do you think about like leaning into just being unique and being like nobody else? Do you think that that would really benefit you? Or do you think that there are just certain services that, you know, there's so much business to go around that like, sure, I can be another this or another that. I don't know. Tell me what works for you guys. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this solo episode. I hope you enjoyed getting like a little peek behind the curtain as to like my week. And I want to hear more about you guys in your week. I will see you next week at another episode. Have a great week, you guys. And uh, I'll see you more around when. If you enjoyed this episode, we got to have you back. Check out our website for more ways to get involved, including all the information you need about joining our collective. You can check out all the information at IamWim.com. Leave us a review, a rating. But the most important thing that we can ask you to do is to share this podcast. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Tune in next week.